Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage. All the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is there to help you grow. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Get a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash work. Shopify.com slash work. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello, fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news... All right, I'll do. It. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. What's up, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of the Walking Blind Podcast. This is episode 72 of the show where we like to normalize checking in on the homies. I'm Mike, and the other Mike is in the future. He's in a completely different... He's 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 in he's in Australia, so he's he's down under. He's 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 way ahead of me time-wise, but check it out. This week's episode, we got to sit down with our boy, Sean Mott. Uh, Sean is the host of the Metal Corners podcast, also... Happens to be a sick-ass guitar player, happens to be a sick-ass bass player, happens to be a sick-ass human being all around, and we love him. Uh, we got to spend some time with him. He actually did an episode of Metalcore Nerds right here in our studio, and then just because of time constraints and issues with uh, with you know logistics and driving back and forth and shows and and weekend, it was just it was all over the place. So we got to do our episode with him through Zoom, through uh, through the normal Metalcore Nerds uh, format. So we got to kind of trade places. But it was dope. It was sick. So make sure you guys stick around. Check it out. Episode 72 with our boy Sean Mott. We will be back soon. We will be back soon. See, I can't even talk. Even when I'm in the room by myself, I can't talk and I just tend to ramble. This is, this is kind of one of those things. So we love you guys. We'll see you guys soon. Please check out episode 72 right now. Walking Blind is hosted by overly emotional dudes who overthink and overanalyze everything. Nothing the hosts say should be taken as medical advice or opinion. They're not professionals. They're about to make that very clear. Sean Mott, hello. Thank you for being on our podcast now. <laughs> I, I love Hi. that we're kind of just... <laughs> <laughs> I love that we're kind of just switching formats here. We're like, you know, okay, like we we had Sean here in the studio, and then mm -hmm. now we're gonna go, yeah. go on the Zoom call or the the video call thing, you know. So, yeah, it's like, funny. It's kind of ironic, a little. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you were literally right here. Yeah, like the, I know <laughs> two days ago. <laughs> um, the time the timing of it just kind of didn't work out for us, but that's just because 
you know, we can kind of talk about it now. You you were here uh, filling in with the NDR boys, playing some bass, mm-hmm. uh, shred, shredding the shredding the old four string and getting the headbangs <laughs> in. Uh, I'm kind of yeah. I'm kind of curious, like what what that was, you know, what that was like for on your side. Like, what was the perspective on that? And you know, uh, it was pretty incredible, honestly. Uh, I've been listening to Cycles since it came out, so the fact that I got to play like the 10 year anniversary shows was sick. It was, it was really cool. It, m- it meant a lot to me. I didn't want to totally fanboy out to like Mike and Martin about it, but I tried to express my gratitude for being able to do it, but it, w- it was really cool. Like playing chain was like a bucket list item for me. And to play a show like that as my first one is kind of unheard of. So that was really cool. Like, honestly, it was like, we watched a couple of the videos. Sam's brother was in town for a little bit. And we were showing him like the videos that she took of that, like the first song in chain. And I was like, I can't believe I did that. <laughs> it was incredible. Seriously. That rules that, you know, it's funny that you say that. Cause uh, you know, I, I was selfishly, I was happy when uh, your, your name even came up. That's why for me, I was just like, dude, if Sean wants to do it. Get Sean, get Sean. <laughs> like, just cause I knew <laughs> that like, I, I, I was like, I'm just going to, it'll just be fun to talk with him. I know he's like a nerd. You know, I know, uh, like, I don't know. I just, I just felt like we'd have like a good, uh, like it, you'd just be fun to have. I didn't know that one, you played bass. So when Defonce was like, yeah, Sean would be down. Two, I didn't even know that you like listened to us. I just thought you like, you know, even for booking us, I thought it was like as a, as a, as like a, you know, something for, um, like a, like from Defonce, like as a, um, like oh, cause you're there, cause you know, your homies with them. I'll, I'll help them out. I didn't know that you actually listened to like MBR. I I truly didn't know. Oh that, yeah, so. cool. <laughs> yeah, it's cool yeah. to hear. Yeah, it was that. It was oh, seriously yeah. so cool. <laughs> so it was easy to kind of learn the cycle songs a little bit, you know, because like I already knew mm-hmm. them for the most part. And even the newer stuff, the newer stuff was kind of a weird thing for me because I remember I had like the rough mixes or like the first masters like forever ago like when you guys were because that's when i was working with you guys so i had them like years ago and i almost like forgot some of the songs or something or like forgot fully how they went because it was like a weird thing when you work with bands or work in the industry and then you listen to them so much and then when it comes out you like don't listen to it anymore yeah i've had that with tons (laughs) of bands i'm like oh yeah i've been listening to that for like a year so it's like i'm not gonna listen to it again you know but i remember hearing those songs for the first time and be like yo this is rules i'm so happy this band is back and everything and now it's even better because like you guys are really back in like the biggest sense of the word you know what i mean okay um how how different was it playing those older songs the cycle songs versus the fucking the new record (laughs) (laughs) it's like two different worlds (laughs) tron is a psychopath in the best way in the best way possible Mm but even when I was first learning them because some of them I learned by myself and then some and other ones I had like videos, whether it was guitar and I learned from the guitar and then kind of figured out like the different bass parts or Tron helped me with the new stuff a lot, sending videos of how to play it and everything. And when he, when I first watched one of the first new ones, I was like, what that, <laughs> what? And it's not even like, it's like, it is, difficult i guess in ways but 
after I learned it, I was like, okay, it's not as hard as I put in my brain, but just the contrast between like cycles and the newer stuff base wise, it's like two different planets. But now that I got out of my head and just learned it, it those are like my favorite to play, honestly, because they're so fun because it's not just straight up, you know, normal base stuff, which the other stuff is sick. I love playing that too, but it's, it's cool when you, when it's, it's cause it's so different. It's not just following the guitar. It's, there's some wild shit in there, but it's awesome. <laughs> so I, I feel like I'm sure we've talked about this and I'm, I'm forgetting. So forgive me. Um, would, would you say you were more of a guitar player that takes on bass or are you a bassist that took up guitar? Guitar player that takes on bass for sure. Okay, cool. I play guitar and go ship and the cover band I'm in career mode. I play guitar in and everything like that. I've played uh-huh. bass for, cause the reason I bought a bass is cause I filled in for the world we knew on bass when they did weirdly enough, it was their 10 year anniversary shows and they asked <laughs> me to play for that. Frank asked me to play for them too. There's a thing with that, uh-huh. I guess he's like, you're straight edge. You play instruments. You want to play bass for this? I was like, sure. Why not? Like, yeah. Uh, but yeah, that's why I bought a bass was to play those shows. And now it's Dang. come becoming useful now because it just sat there since those shows. So <laughs> got some when, use when, out of it, which uh, when, nice. When was that? When was their, uh, their tenure? Uh, it was pre pandemic. So I think it was like 2021, maybe. Oh, okay. No, no, no. 2019, maybe. Oh, shit. It was a while ago because before like a few months ago like i didn't the first full show i played was in the end of january and that was the first show i've played like an actual set since then and before that was four years before that maybe five years when i was doing shit with lionheart yeah there's been some big gaps are you playing guitar (laughs) for lionheart you playing bass for lionheart I play guitar for them. Yeah. Okay. Did a full Europe tour, their first headline tour in Europe. And then I did a bunch of fests and stuff in the U.S. Not a bunch. It was like yeah. two fests. We played Amnesia Rock Fest, which was one of the craziest days of my life because I played a show with Corn and Blink-182. Sick. And that was just the headliners. Like every band you can ever think of played that day. So it's like kind of hard to be like, yeah, I played with Corn. It's like yeah, you played with them on a fest. But you st- I mean, I still played with them, but. It, yeah, still that counts. was wild and then we played tsunami fest which was supposed to be their last east coast show before they broke up and, you know they got mm-hmm. back together but <laughs> i think that has been i don't think they've played the east coast since then maybe maybe they played like a random one-off or something but not that i remember yeah, before that. but yeah before europe coming back or something yeah yeah that's yeah. cool actually mbr has technically played with corn we played with Fuck them yeah. at a at the uh I don't forget what it's for what it's for. The Orange Grounds, remember that? The fairground or Orange County Fair? Yeah. You remember that? Wait, was that the same hotel show that we played also? Or was that No no, it wasn't the hotel show, it was like on the fairgrounds. Oh, yeah. Ooh. And I just remember that corn got their set cut short because of the Anaheim curfew. Oh weird. Yeah. <laughs> That's like you played a fair show in general. Of the year. Yeah. Oh, and set your and set your goals. And set your goals. Thirty and set your goals. We played yeah. at some hotel in Long Beach, something like that. Those festivals are interesting, man. Like, <laughs> just like, let's just find a place that can house all these people and just set up stages in the most random places and just fucking go. Yeah. Like, they're fun. Yep. <clears throat> they're uh, actually Pretty much uh, that um one of those one of those hotel show things mm-hmm. that was 
that was the first time MBR played when I found out that my buddy Will had taken his life. Oh, oh. so Damn. that so those always hold a weird, like a weird. Uh, I don't know what to call it, but yeah. So I'm pretty sure. I think there's a video of it. I don't even. I don't even know if I even mention it. I probably. I. I, I bet I do. Dude, sorry, weird tangent. Um, one of my weird worries since I don't know, maybe think about. It, I was talking about this with my friend Megan. Uh, I'm sure there's a video out there that exists of me speaking very poorly of my buddy Will took his life, because like I say, when it happened, I didn't know how to handle it. Yeah, right, you were really, mad. You were mad. I was I mad. You being like really mad, especially at him. Yeah, I was like mad at him. <clears throat> you know, uh, the song "Outdated." Like a lot of that me is about me. Like my own. Like I, I used to use some really not cool words, and I, I You're used basically to, talking shit. I was talking shit, dude. I yeah. said stuff like, like "coward's way out" and stuff like that. So on there's, Damn. I'm. I really hope there doesn't exist videos out there. But there was nights where I had some. I had some really shitty things to say just because I didn't know how to deal with it. So. But growth, right? Growth, we're all about growing. Yeah. yeah. So I was going to say, it's big of you to have the wherewithal to realize, you know, you were wrong in thinking that or, you know what I mean? Or just having a different state of mind and enough to write a song about yourself, basically, yeah. you know, that's big. That's big. It's big. And I mean, yeah. being angry about grief is a pretty normal thing. Like, uh, yeah. If, yeah, we're if human. Really go back to the timing. Like that's stage mm -hmm. one of grief. You know? Yeah. Yeah. Being pissed off. Anger. Yeah. Yeah. So I, I mean, should it ever come up, I will, I'm going to just have to own it and be like, yeah, I was, that's what I was back then. I was, uh, yeah, not very educated in this clearly. And, um, and, uh, but it set me on a path. You know, I've, I feel like I've had a lot of, <laughs> feel like I've had growth since then. So look at you now. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, sorry, weird tangent. Um, Not at all. Uh, so uh, I'm sure I don't know if you've seen our show. But we like to do a mental health check. So our mental health check is basically uh, we like to check on uh, check on each other, see where we're at mentally for the week. That way, if there's anything that um, you know, maybe things are going well. What are, what are we doing? You know, what are any maybe some coping strategies that we're doing that are helping us? And uh, and if we're not, maybe you know. What's good? What's going on that maybe is keeping us in that funk? Uh, and, um, you know, what are some things maybe we're ignoring to do? So, um, you're our guest. Would you like to go first? Where, sure. where are you at for the week mentally? You've had a week. <laughs> yeah. I had a couple, few, a couple weeks, lots of shows, yeah. but it's been, it's yeah. been really cool. It's been really fulfilling. And, um, there was a point in time where I, I never thought I'd be playing music and I didn't think I missed it. But now I'm realizing mm -hmm. that I, I did, and that's been really cool. And Sam, my wife, has been a, the biggest proponent of pushing me to do it. So massive shout out to her for being like, you should do this stuff. And now that awesome. I have, it's, just, it's, it's crazy because it's like, I think I was telling you guys when I was there, but um, when I just, I just bought a guitar because our friends, my friends in career mode, which I now play in, they were like, yo, just play like a song with us. And I'm like, I don't even own a normal guitar. Like, uh, yeah. And Sam's like, we're going to get you one, all right? And then I got a guitar, started playing songs with them. And then something happened with their guitar player, and he had to leave. And they asked me to join. And then that same week, you guys asked me to fill in for you. And then the singer of Ghost Ship texts me. is like, hey, let's 
play this show with Earth Crisis, and I'm like, what is happening? It all happened at once, and then they all culminated in the same like week time span, which is even crazier that all all of that happened. But that's been really cool. I just I'm today I've been going through you know the the back from trip stress of getting back into like the work motions and stuff, and it's I I get very um, overwhelmed easily sometimes. I think mostly in work, but in mm. other things too. And I think it's been good that I'm realizing I'm like, I don't have that much to do. It's fine. And I've been a lot better in recent years of being like, if I don't get this tomorrow, it's not the end of the world. It's still going to be there. Yeah. You know, like no one's breathing down my neck. No one's really freaking out about this. It's just like a, when I have things on the list, I feel like I need to finish them. But I, I think I've been better at kind of relinquishing that and being like, I can do it tomorrow. It'll be good. So that's why I've been trying to remind myself all day today with the stress of like, oh, I got to do all this laundry. got to clean up the house. Haven't been mm-hmm. here really in like two weeks, basically. <laughs> but mm-hmm. overall, feeling really good about things, honestly. Awesome. For And then we're going to we'll edit right here a clip of how crazy recovery band shows are. <laughs> Don't do this to me. <laughs> Time's dead. Wait, hold on. I, I think there's a feature in here where I can mark this clip. This is all new, new to me. Let's see. Boom. All right. I, lo- I, love, I love doing that. I'm, like, especially early on, I just assumed we just do whenever we're on it. I was like, yeah, we'll just add it right here. And Mike's like, how are you doing, dude? Um, I will say, like, you know, kind of talking about you coming back to music and stuff. Um, you're now, I, correct me if I'm wrong, but Sam also kind of made a comeback too into photography, right? I think yeah. she was saying that she really hadn't been taking photos and she like killed sure. it with, with some of the pictures that she took this over the weekend. I did not know that because those pictures were amazing. Yeah. 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 I've been pushing her to do that for years, especially when I was like an agent, we'd go to all these shows and I'm like, I know you probably don't want like handouts or whatever, but like, I was like, I could, we go to these shows already. I could easily get you a photo pass, you know, like whatever. And she'd be like, ah, I don't know. Like, the technology's changed, blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, I'm sure you'd get right back into it. And I was like, if you need any help with programs, like we both have friends that know them very well, or I could probably help you with some of it, whatever, you know, we can make it work. And then just right before that career mode show, the week before the NBR shows, she's like, I'm going to shoot tonight. And I'm like, okay, cool. Yeah. Like once you get there, I'll, I'll make sure that the people know and I'll whatever you need from the venue. So they don't bother you. Like I'll get it. No, no problem. Then she did. And I was like, what the fuck? I was like, you didn't, and she hasn't shot a show in like twelve years before then. What? It's like it's like, it's like it's like you'd never stopped. I was like, this is crazy. So I'm super stoked. Yeah. She, like, even when we we're packing, she's like, I can't Dude, believe look at that. these pictures. Watch, <laughs> <laughs> like this one right here. Dude, no, dude, for for real, when she showed she showed me the pictures. One again, like for reals, your guys' shows are wild for the cover band, and the shows looks like so much fun. But the pictures look sick. I remember yeah. like saying, I was like, dude, this looks rad. Yeah. I don't think, I don't think it crossed my mind that she doesn't do that like all the time. I guess she yeah. used to 12 years ago. My goodness. Yeah, I think she had mentioned it when we, when we actually uh, saw you guys at the Stig shows. Um, she, because that's when her and Karima had met and then Karima was, you know, they were kind of picking each other's brains about stuff. And, um, Karima was just getting into photography. She's just getting started. And so she was like, you know, and Sam was like, Oh, nice camera. I used to shoot. And that's where I kind of heard 
like in passing mm-hmm. like i used to shoot but i don't do it anymore and then like that was it was such like a like now looking at it like such a humble brag because i'm like Yo, yeah your pictures dude. are sick like they're so good like yeah. she she killed it so yeah she took this yeah. like jumping shot of me at that show and i was like that's literally my favorite shot of me playing ever and she was like what and i'm like for real it's so sick yeah. <laughs> it's like Dude. it's so cool yeah. so i'm glad i'm glad she came and uh super grateful for you guys for letting her come along with the shows and everything and i'm glad she brought yeah, her absolutely. cameras to them too Dude, she she earned it with uh having to be so sweet to my my nieces <laughs> my nieces she, like attacked her basically she we loved those friends instantly yeah, yeah when then, we were dude, like she... in vegas she was like i miss them <laughs> <laughs> oh that's awesome um and then she even uh has she has she done merch before because she was slinging merch i mean kind of but she also manages the hot topic so like selling t-shirts is like her literally her job yeah. so she she knows <laughs> what's up she knows the drill you know what i mean yeah. we kind of had to uh preemptively run merch for the career mode show because everyone was busy and like can someone run over and we're like uh okay and but we we knew nothing of like what how they did things i just order the merch for them and usually design it but i was like the way they like wrote writing stuff down i was like what does any of this mean and like i found out later because they had spreadsheets like printed out and everything but they put like the remaining Uh amount number in like where the sizes were and i'm like why did you do that why didn't you just do a tally yeah. and then you subtract <laughs> yeah, it from the inventory i was like why would you write that number i was like it's so confusing but we we handled it because there was just like a big line after we played so we were like fuck and there were just so many yeah, people and we were running out of sizes and they're like do you have this and we're like no <laughs> sorry we can buy this though you know it's, it was just one of those things but yeah she knows the drill and i was like as soon as you came back i was like huh right back in the swing of things huh <laughs> dude i hate doing merch <laughs> i hate it so much it was it was so funny at the chain show because mike mike literally jumped back there just to kind of like get something or just put posters behind i went to put table. the posters away that's all i wanted to do um because when i got there i like i brought the posters and it was the box was falling apart and it was all over the place so we just kind of carried it in and Mike jumps to the back to put the posters away and then just gets like slammed with people coming up and talking to him and doing merch. And I was like, oh, okay, bye, Mike. Because <laughs> they didn't want to talk to me. They wanted to talk to you. Yeah. Right. Yeah. I, and I feel bad because like I want to be overall, I want to talk with them. I want to have yeah. a good, I want them to have a good experience, you know. But then like I feel like I spoil it when they're like, they're like, uh, oh yeah, and can I grab like a medium and a large? And I'm like, fuck. You're like, <laughs> like where's the shit? <laughs> yeah, I'm like all <laughs> angry. How much is? It? I don't know. It's gonna be uh, fucking whatever. <laughs> you know, I'm literally the worst. I apologize to anyone who, <laughs> anyone who showed up in that first, yeah. first half hour. Um, I apologize, but yeah. Shout out to Renee for handling it for like after yeah. the show. Uh, but also not a shout out to Renee because Renee hasn't listened to the last. She said like the last twenty six episodes. Boo! <laughs> so, she was she was at one Boo. time our biggest supporter, and no, nah, she she's she got a new job. She's yeah. been working hard, and that's that's not the easiest uh, career path. You know, so. Renee and I used to work together at the the boys' home that we were counselors at. Oh, nice! And she's a, she's a real one. She's been in the trenches with me. And uh, since and then since we've left, um, she's been a supporter of uh, 
mostly like Burner State, my punk band. Um, she's coming to a lot of those shows and stuff. And then uh, I believe this was the first, M- right? Yeah, first she's M- been to like Torture Culture shows. Yeah. This is the first MER show, though. Yeah. And then she got thrown in having to do merch because nobody was back, <laughs> nobody was back there. <laughs> I, I was surprised you guys didn't have anyone lined up. But we didn't even think about it, man. Like I, I think like <laughs> at some point in time, like I was just gonna jump in and do it, and then hmm. I, everybody just kind of went different directions, and then uh, I, I want to say this. I want to say this. Like we used to be a well-oiled machine. Things are different now. Things are very different now. <laughs> it's I think. Been a minute. It's just been a minute, dude. Like we just forget yeah. stuff like that. Like, like it didn't even occur to me until I was struggling to be like, we didn't even, we didn't even think of having someone to do merch. Like we didn't, right. it hadn't even been a discussion yet. I, I think there's that I always fall into this weird category of like, I'm here to help. So like, if you need somebody to do merch, I'll do merch. Mm-hmm. But then also I'm in that weird category of, oh, but. I also had to learn some songs to do some guest vocals. <laughs> so true. like, do I, am I supposed to just stay there until song six and then just fucking like power run all the way Sprint up, and, up? You know, yeah. It's it's just such a it's such an easy thing. I would have paid out of pocket. I would pay someone out of pocket <laughs> to do merch. Like, it's just. I, I think know. Sam asked, but at the same time, I was like, I knew merch was going to be like pretty wild, and there was going to be a fuck ton of people there, and I was like, I don't want her to be in that. <laughs> you know what i mean yeah. like yeah. it's a lot that's we, a lot we, of stress we know we know people like we could have yeah, yeah yeah it's crazy i freaking left my microphone at the practice spot i mean this is like oh, we used yes. to be so on top of things <laughs> i forgot you <laughs> said that oh man there's been like i don't know just this is it's this has been so fun coming back and doing stuff it's like it's very humbling being reminded right. of like just because you used to do it doesn't mean you still know how to do it. <laughs> I, I knew that it was it was going to be a little bit of a wild ride when, like, I'm getting texts from Mike, like, the day of the show, like, hey, by the oh, way, Loaded sure. is at this time. If if you haven't driven past my house yet, could you stop and get this? <laughs> and then I get to the show, and he's like, I forgot something else, but it was already too late. I was sure you were already yeah. gone. Like, there was just, like. <laughs> I was like, Mike, hey, uh, sick. So you're going to be, okay, cool. Um, can you grab the posters that we forgot in my house? <laughs> the big ass posters that we forgot in my house. Can you the grab those, please? Giant posters, and then and then your nieces came down and started interrogating me. <laughs> Just harassing. Yeah. No. Uh, Classic. Awesome. Man. Did cool. they draw Baby Yoda for you though? They did not. Actually, they just grilled me about um my basically stepchildren. Yeah. And then we're like, why is that? And I'm like, uh. Well, because I chose a girl that already had kids. And they're like, why? And I was like, oh, because she's why? a sweetheart. And I love those kids. And like, but why? And I'm like, uh, yes. And I'm like looking at Sarah to try to bail me out. And she's just like, it's on you, bud. It's on like, you, bud. Like you got off easy. Yeah. And I was like, hey, I got to take these posters to Uncle Mikey. I got to go. <laughs> so, yeah. Was, oh, my yeah. God. Those That's are fine. big posters. They're huge. Yeah. They're so, so big. big. <laughs> Um. All right, well, Mike, where are you at this week? How's your week been? Oh, we're still on the health check. Uh, I'm, <laughs> I'm good. It's crazy. I'm like, uh, I'm trying to get my, I'm trying to get myself into vacation mode, but there's so much that needs to be done 
playing into vacation mm-hmm. mode that I'm just like, like we're you know we're we're recording two episodes tonight, yeah. right? Where we we got to do this one with you, and then we're gonna do one on our own, um, for while we're all on the road and gone and stuff, and then, um, <clears throat> that on top of like, oh yeah, it, dude, my. <laughs> I felt like a such a zombie today. My sleep schedule was so jacked up because, you know, like we kind of talked about it before we jumped on this. Like we were out until what four or five in the morning, and then slept for an hour in the back of the van, and then drove back home. Got here in the afternoon. But did we sleep? N- not really. Oh my gosh! Oh, I forgot to tell you this. Uh, our buddy Dave returned his rental car and rode back with us, and Dave right. has the most gnarly sleep apnea it's impressive it's impressive like how he sounds like he's dying when he's sleeping like it's it's a snore but he also like chokes on himself and doesn't breathe and then he like violently shakes awake and then goes back to sleep i was like dude you need a cpap machine like what is going (laughs) on um so both me and mike had to put our airpods in and turn on the noise cancellation (laughs) dude i was still (laughs) you could still hear it or i'd feel it i don't know it was yeah it was rough so we slept for like max an hour and a half and yeah. then hit the road again. Um, what time did you end up going to bed? Dude, when I got home, I still like, okay, and then this is messed up too. Like I get home and I finally take a shower because we're in the same clothes that we had been in the show and everything. I go to take a shower and my shower head just decides today's the day and it explodes on me. <laughs> it broke off of the, the shower nozzle. <laughs> And it broke so badly that when it fell, I'm not going to pull my shirt up, but I have a cut from <laughs> in between my chest all the way down, like to my like belly button. What and the it just, because oh the way it God. fell, it hit me and I was trying to grab it, but it was like, Sink! and it just scraped me. And I like got out of the shower bleeding. <laughs> like, I got my towel and I was just covered in blood. And I was like, cry I was just like, not, I was like, I need you to give me a band aid or something. She's like, why? And she opens the door. She's like, what happened? I just held up the shower head. I was like, this this happened. Dude, death by shower head. It was bad. <laughs> so, of course, I angrily, while I was bleeding out, got on Amazon and made a review about the shower head. <laughs> it was, like, dangerous. <laughs> it was, like, this so deliriously tired, dude. <laughs> so, but, yeah, man, I mean, it, I had, it was such a fun little weekend and, like, hanging out with everybody and, you know, just kind of being, like, I wasn't even playing shows, but just to be kind of, like, you know, on the road again, essentially, mm-hmm. was it was nice. I mean, it was a sh- short little trip. So now I, it's like recovering, going back to back to real life for a week, and then I can go hang out on, on 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 a beach. So hell yeah, white sands. Where are you at? <clears throat> um, for me, so yeah, so last week was pretty. Uh, it was just like, you know, everything that you work towards, and all coming to head, and then like the guys flying in. I just want to make sure everyone's comfortable and they feel you know everyone feels uh yeah just comfortable i guess um mentally i was just kind of all over the place just uh i wasn't worried i was happy that my um i I don't know if i told you i told actually something to josh today um you know once we got past that first practice i was like okay i was like dude for us not playing together like i think this is gonna be fine and then by the second practice, I was like, oh, okay, this is good. Sweet. So that was nice because I wasn't I wasn't like hesitant or worried. 
um I, then it just became more of just like work focusing on like you know what i need to do and what i'm gonna say you know during the set and stuff so i felt like i was in a good place mentally even though it was just kind of chaotic i guess with everything and um i still worked like a random shift when <laughs> when they were here yeah um but uh overall it was a good week man i mean anytime anytime i feel like i'm able to do music again like it's just it's just it's my ultimate uh it's my ultimate coping mechanism and it used to be when at the end of at the end of my time touring it became almost something dangerous for me just because i didn't know how to i didn't know how to set boundaries i didn't know how to like handle what i was being told and people sharing with me and it became uh it just kind of started to become a little dangerous for me but now you know very very different um I was welcoming, you know, a lot of, you know, not that I want to have hard conversations, but I was, I just felt more uh, protected, myself protected and being able to engage in those kind of conversations. And, and uh, was some, something that was very helpful, I mean, mentally for me was, uh, I felt like there was a lot of victories that people were sharing with me, which is awesome. Like, I love that. Like, I think, I think when people will understand that, like, I get approached after shows and people share things with me. I think the misconception is like, it's always something really awful, you know, which isn't the case. A lot of times it's like victories. It's like stuff that's, that's been like good or like where they were and now they're here. So that was, that was awesome. I think, I think that like I was riding on that, <laughs> riding on that high uh, through Vegas and then yeah. through, and through Sunday where we were just <laughs> walking zombies, dude. Like I didn't, we, we got home and uh, I like, decided like i need to do laundry now i need to shower now i need to do all these things now i didn't go to bed i didn't fall asleep until like 8 p.m really yeah i was like four yeah i think i i think i was in bed by like six and i just couldn't turn off did you have that problem uh kind of i actually slept here in the office yeah because i got home you know showered got uh, obliterated by the pizza grater of my shower and then like um that like elliot was just like so someone that i was that i was here he was like freaking out and then so i ended up having to go like hey i'm gonna sneak out to the back and i came back here just thinking like let me sleep for a couple hours i'll get up go go in the house have dinner go to bed mm. dude i woke up at 2 a.m mm. like 1 a.m or something <laughs> like that got up went to the bathroom and then tried to lay down in my room over there and i was like wired so i like laid down for a little bit um and then like elliot woke up came into the room laid down and then they were both like tandem snoring back and forth like one would snore and then as she was like inhaling ellie would snore and i was like i gotta go i can't do this so then i came back out here and like dude at like two this morning i was just out here like i was watching like videos and, like playing guitar and like watching tv and, you know and it just and then i went straight to work and so like i've been running since one this morning basically damn <clears throat> I think the nice thing is that when I did fall asleep, I was out until I had to wake up for work. I woke up, I had to wake up at four. Dude, I woke up so sore. Like, I feel everything today. Like, yesterday, I didn't really feel anything. <laughs> I was yeah. numb. I was just so tired. Today, I felt everything. I got stepped on, which I... Was your toe... Were, was there blood in your shoe? It wasn't blood, but it was... It was. I mean, maybe there was at one point, but it was all scrapped. Uh, yeah, so I stepped on my toe... Cracked my nail a little bit. My nail sticking into oh. my toe. So that was fun. And then um, 
apparently something with my shoulder. I think I got hit with my shoulder. Mm. Um, my hands roll like achy. My yeah, whatever. That's like I think that's age. That's age stuff. I oddly feel yeah. really good after the shows, which is wild. Because the weekend before, I was down pretty bad. I was like but sleeping that, flat on my couch with like a heated neck thing on stuff. That's, but that's probably what's maybe saving. maybe I got it out of my system. My body was nice and loose. I did do lots of stretching though. Maybe yeah, that yeah. probably helped too. You did, yeah. I was like, dang, I gotta work on that. I was doing this one on the, on the couch, pulling his head back. I was like, what is that? The stretch is right up here, man. Yeah. It's good. Yeah. I thought I stretched, and then I saw Sean stretching. I was like, oh, I don't stretch, I guess. Oh, yeah, I watched Sean stretch in the green room at Chain, and I was like, my mobility is just fucked. I know. <laughs> I can't Mine isn't this. good either. I'm, like, not flexible at all. <laughs> yeah. Well, um, so, yeah, so mentally we're good. I feel like we're good with that. A crazy week, but we're mentally good. Um. So something I want to ask you, Sean. So on your podcast, I'm going to mess up the wording. If you would like to say it, it's you're the most positive. Pop culture podcast. Pop culture, in the pop culture podcast. Yes. What is it? The most positive pop culture podcast in the multiverse. Awesome. Um, and I guess my question for you is, where does your where do you think your positivity comes? Is that comes from? Is it something? Have you always been a pretty positive person? Is it something you have to really work towards or is it like, uh, or is it just because like, this is a medium that you just enjoy that it's really hard to find negatives or. Yeah. I think it's maybe a combination of of all of them. I I think. So Sam and I went through like a lot of deaths in our life a few years ago, like Mm. a, a lot. She lost both her parents. I lost both my grandparents, my cousin. She lost her, uh, grandmother too actually both of her grandmothers too. Just a lot of mm. like one of her childhood best friends to like drugs. Like it was like a lot in a, a few year span and both of her parents, her mom had cancer and her dad had, he's been sick. He was, it was kind of like MS, but a little different, but he had it for like decades mm. and it finally just got the best of him. Um, and mm. through that kind of movies and especially like, I guess the MCU kind of were my safe haven. And and that's when I got really big into podcasts in like 2018, 2019. And that stuff just, Mm. I don't know, like something about it just gave me something to look forward to or something to kind of just like escape the, because even at that point I was, there was definitely kind of what you were talking about before with, with your friend who took his life, obviously different circumstances, but there was a lot of points where I was like super angry and, um, you know, but like loss is hard and it's hard for people to deal with it. And so I, part of it is that stuff, I think, because it was like a very big outlet for me. And at that mm-hmm. time, like, you know, like I wasn't playing music or anything. I was just working in the industry as an agent or with design stuff. And that stuff was always there. And then I've kind of just come to realize more in the last few years now that the podcast has really been going is that I'm always touted as the guy who kind of like likes everything, but I view like pop culture as something that's like, it's like a gift to us. It's kind of like the same, 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 same thing with like music. It's like, we're lucky to have these things. And I feel like a lot of people forget that's why it's here. You know, it's there to provide an escape or provide something where we can see ourselves in something that's bigger than us. 
and I don't know. It's it's just I've seen this weird thing in the internet lately where it's just I feel like people watch things not to enjoy them, but just to have a take on the internet. And I, I know that sounds kind of hypocritical from a guy who has a podcast that talks about pop culture, but the reason I created mm-hmm. it is because I love talking about this stuff. I love watching it. And I love having conversations about it. And that doesn't mean everyone who comes on the podcast agrees with everything I say. You know, like if you don't like something, you don't like something. And I'm vocal if I don't like something. It's just I'd rather take the positive route because there's so much. That's just how I am with life most of the time. I I can be a little too realistic or like literal sometimes. And some people see that as pessimism. But I I just think sometimes I Mm -hmm. that's just the way I process things. And so it can come off pessimistic but i don't mean it to it's just me trying to be realistic sometimes i guess if that makes sense but i don't know it's just i I feel like the world needs more positive stuff because there is a lot of like blind hatred out there and i don't know just a lot of like hate that it's just not needed in my opinion and again that doesn't mean if you don't like something you don't like something that's fine it's just i i feel like so many things are judged based off nothing basically nowadays i don't know it's strange or just like so a, I just tried to like bring a, a little personal... light. <laughs> awesome. It's it is kind of funny because like I've listened to your show, you know, like I've been you know a fan of it and and actually sitting with you and doing the show. I'm not gonna lie to you, I didn't admit it that day. And I kind of <laughs> said it a little when I posted it earlier, but like I was a little nervous at first when we first got started because I was like, Man, pop culture fans are, are super rabid fan base. I've been here before, I know what this is, <laughs> and then I'm like because of those like those like nerves of being on somebody else's show i'm like oh man and then i couldn't like there were some moments where i'm talking and i'm like i just forgot what i was trying to say <laughs> and then i'm like, like posers. Circle, circle back around and remember where my brain was going and i was like oh okay but yeah but it was it's i i definitely like like i feel like you're genuine in what you're doing um on the show like and when it's that time of the year. Your vacation is coming up. You can already hear the beach waves, feel the warm breeze, relax, and think about work. You really, really want it all to work out while you're away. Monday.com gives you and the team that peace of mind. When all work is on one platform and everyone's in sync, things just flow. Wherever you are, tap the banner to go to Monday.com. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. talking about things like there's this like real like yeah like uh, like this is not just to appease anybody or it's not just like a let me just say what i think the marvel fans are gonna say i like or you know whatever like there's there's genuine like emotion and feeling in this and like like even down to like you're so much more prepared for your shows than we are (laughs) for even this you know and like but like like i was trying so hard not to just stare at your thoughts out the whole time with your script and like what you have written out and everything, but I'm like, man, this guy, he's, he's got, he's got to figure it out. 
Yeah. We don't have this figured out. He's like, he's like, he's like, I'm sorry for today, man. I got my, got my show notes ready. And I looked and I was just like, wow, that's a whole bunch of page. Mine are like, mine are like five bullet points. Yeah. What's your favorite color? What's your... <laughs> Thank you. Yeah, I, that, I, dude, I really and, appreciate that. It's real. Yeah. It's, it's, it was cool, man. Yeah. You're, you're, you, you genuinely love what you're, what you're talking about. And, I can attest to that. I heard him and him and Josh just nerding out. I think almost all the way to the studio about Star Wars. <laughs> I heard some of it in the van too. Like I'd mm. I'd catch little glimpses when we were driving of them, like uh, talking about like something about a, a name, like a Star Wars acronym or something like that. Uh, and I was just like, oh, I just want to sit in the back right now. I don't even want to drive this thing. <laughs> Somebody else drives this thing. <laughs> That's awesome. And I, I love that people like um, even Josh, he like obviously knew that I'm into this shit too. And he would just be like, yo, man, what do you think about this and stuff? Like uh, that stuff's the yeah. coolest shit to me. And, and the fact that I'm glad that that kind of shines through because that's that's what I always try to say too. I was like, this is just me. This is how I view things. Yeah. And I think people, because there's a Facebook group I have for the podcast and it's, it's very active and a lot of people mm-hmm. post in it. But I think a small percentage actually listen to the show um mm-hmm. which is fine that's totally fine like i do not mm-hmm. you know fault them at that or anything but i think more people are realizing now now that i'm getting like early screeners for stuff and posting my thoughts on that people are like oh he's not just saying he likes this stuff because he just likes everything like because those are like opinions they're fully mine not biased by any outside interference especially when i was doing like the yeah. last of us coverage i was like you know like no one could say like oh yeah you're saying that because everyone else is saying that it's like no like i was saying this before you know like anyone saw it i mean other press saw it and everything but they knew it was like genuinely me saying these things but you guys saying those things are incredible thank you so much and having you guys on was awesome you guys were such dope guests and i've had mike on before he was on a a panel for black widow way back when terrified i was (laughs) was terrified him telling me about it before he did it i'm going on i'm going on the show i was like sick i don't i'd already seen black widow but i I feel like I had like I rented it again to like like make sure I like yeah. didn't sound like I'm like I I I enjoy this stuff but I was like man I want to almost like a poser no definitely definitely not a poser you you guys are awesome you guys killed it and I'm so grateful that I got to do it in your studio because that was awesome I love in person stuff I've only I've only gotten to do it like a handful of ones but that was so sick. <clears throat> So kind of jumping off like the, 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 well, tying on to the, the podcast, like, do you remember what your first, like, whether it was comic books or movies or like what your first um, real entry into like pop culture was? And I'll, I'll make this a two part question. Like, what was your first entry that you were like, yo, I love this shit. And then also like, what was that moment with music and like punk rock and stuff for you? Like, what do you, do you still remember like that discovery or or is it something that's just it's been so long? Yeah, because we we forget that it is metalcore nerds. Yeah, like I don't want to forget that. I don't want that to be lost. Like, yeah, there's yeah, a music I, aspect. I, yeah, I do think people. <clears throat> I, I've been including more music stuff because usually because it, it, it was just kind of became this thing where it was a person from the music community talking about that stuff, which I, I that's why I obviously mm-hmm. love the concept because I came up with it, but it's been cool to see people mm-hmm. come on and be genuinely excited to do a podcast because it's not just the same questions before and i'm not saying there aren't podcasts that are incredible at it because there are tons of them that are so good at doing those types of things but i wanted something different and like like i the 
biggest one I can remember is when I had Lucas from Holding Absence on, and he's like, I'm literally so stoked to do the podcast because I love talking about this stuff. And I was like, whoa, that's awesome. fucking cool. <laughs> but as far as what got me into pop culture, I, I, the biggest thing is like Batman the Anime Series, the 89 Batman, like Spider-Man the Anime Series, X-Men the Anime Series. That's like, that was like my gateway, like Power Rangers. I had two pairs of bed sheets when I was younger. One was Power Rangers and one was Batman. Mm-hmm. And it was like, it was like a blueprint of the 89 Batmobile. It was the sickest sheets ever. Oh, I nice. loved it. And it's so funny because I asked my mom a few years ago because I remember having the original Star Wars trilogy, the VHS box set with the three. And I was like, why did you buy me that? Like what? You know, like why? And she's like, I have no idea because I always just remember having it. But I, don't, <laughs> I didn't think they were like my parents were fans of it at all. You know, so I was just like, why did you why did we have that? And she's like, I don't know. And I'm like okay cool <laughs> but that that's probably yeah, cool with, with pop culture was is that stuff that kind of got me into it and then i think like in probably i don't know like phase two of the mcu i kind of always saw almost all the mcu movies in theaters I mean, pretty much any comic book movie oh siri went off weird <laughs> mm-hmm. but so yeah i i kind of always just went and saw them no matter what i think one of the biggest ones was like guardians when guardians first came out that's when i was you know super yeah. in like ghost ship was very much a thing at that that point and i always compare them they're like the hardcore band of the mcu because you know they're a big found family just like heavy music is and they're all just the misfits mm-hmm. that found together and found each other and i fucking love that franchise so much and i love that team and i think that's why and i, mm-hmm. I don't know and like we, we were talking about this when we recorded our podcast but like, you know like, it's like we fell in love with a talking raccoon in a tree it's like crazy to, to yeah. think about um yeah. so i think so like that so stuff is like kind of when i really was like oh this mcu thing is pretty sick you know <laughs> for music i think the the big one there's like two like cds i remember getting that really defined my music taste i think for like the rest of my life one was my mom got me a headbangers ball compilation that had like Kill Switch on it. Yeah. It had um, what else did I have on it? Kill Switch, probably Azalea Dying, uh, 18 Visions, and those are bands I still love to this day. And then I bought Taking Back Sunday's Where You Want to Be on CD, and it came with a Victory Records sampler that had Bayside on it. It had Hawthorne Heights on it. It had, I believe, a Day to Remember, maybe. It had Silverstein and just like a bunch of bands like that which also I still like listen to and love. And I remember telling that story because I've had two of the members of Bayside on. And I was like, yeah, I remember finding you guys on a Victor Record sampler. And they're like, that's fucking cool. <laughs> I kind of missed days like that. Those you samplers know? had such an impact. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. You don't really get that. I mean, Spotify kind of does that for you, I guess, in a way. But there was just something different about buying a CD, open it, and you have this extra piece of music that just gives you like five different bands you've probably never heard of which is sick. I kind of wish I mean, Spotify has like, you may also like, which I know is helpful, but I don't know. Like, I wish there was something mm-hmm. like that too, where it kind of just gave you something that could be new, you know? Yeah. I think, I think the, that's it the, for the those Spotify days. thing is cool. Yeah. Like the Spotify thing is, is, is awesome. But it, I, I also think like, it's too like algorithm based. Right? Yeah. Oh, yeah, you like sure. this. And so we're going to find you similar versus that sampler was like, you know, you have, like even just the difference between like Azalea dying and like Bayside, right? Yeah. Like 
if they existed on the same samplers, you're like, oh, I'm hearing so much different shit, right? Yeah. But then it wasn't, uh, it wasn't like, oh, if you like metal as I dying, you're gonna like Kill Switch. It was just here's a bunch of different yeah. bands. Yeah, we hope you like at least two mm-hmm. or three songs. Yeah, like <clears throat> having an, about a, the... oh sorry, uh, having like a Treyu on a sampler for a Taking Back Sunday, you know, like that's kind of wild. Yeah, <laughs> you know, yeah, like Bayside kind of yeah. makes sense sonically in a way. But having bands like Atreyu or even Silverstein, you're like, oh, cool. And that was like the rise of like Screamo post hardcore. It's like everyone calls it post hardcore now. But back in that day, it was Screamo, you know. <laughs> that was like the rise of that shit. So that was cool. It's funny. I, have, I, had a, I had a really random. I was, I remember my last little time of where I could like burn CDs, like make CDs for myself that I would enjoy. And before it all got taken over to be like, people had ipods and stuff or mm. i shuffled whatever it was but i remember my last my last weird compilation thing that i made for myself <laughs> it had a coheed song just one one coheed song it had a couple uh story of the year songs it had rufio the last yes. one Rufio put out and then and it had uh the one that i, was, I had just found i was like super excited about it had Seosin. It had the whole EP. The oh, whole. Shit. Yeah. Fuck yeah. And I don't know what else is on it. Some other random stuff. The EP but that, that made you never listen to any other. Any other Seosin. Screamo shit again. <laughs> yeah. I so I said this. I said this on the last. Well, not the last one. Previous. Um. <clears throat> so when I find something for the first time, I have a really hard time liking anything that follows it. That's similar. Just weird. Because like. Seosin for me at the time, like I love that EP, and I don't anything else with that. They followed it. I couldn't get, I could not get into Alasana. I couldn't even get to new Seosin with a new singer. Couldn't get into it. Oh, man, couldn't get into uh, Scarlet Drive. Mm. I know. I mean, I can, I can appreciate songs. I can hear it, and I can yeah. be like, this is cool. But I just, can't, I, I've never gone out of my way to like listen to it as like. As much as I when I you know when I found that EP, to put that in. Same thing with Asli Dine. When I when I found Asli Dine, because at the time for me that was probably one of the more like heavier things I was into. It was right. hard to get into all the other bands that were like in that same world. So I don't know. I think it's just a weird thing about myself. But aside for punk, all my, all my punk bands sound the same. But yeah. <laughs> anything after that, it was just like this weird like yeah. whatever I found first, I rode with. It's so funny I when you like mentioned Alisana because I used to point. love that band when I was a teenager, and then I tried to revisit them like a few yeah. years, and I was like, "What was I thinking?" I was like, "I don't really." And I think it's just mostly yeah. the vocals. I'm like, "I cannot, I cannot get into these vocals." And I remember loving them when I was a teenager, and mm-hmm. I'm like, "Not for me anymore." <laughs> nope. <laughs> there were a lot of those bands. Where I was telling Mike like the whole reason that when I started like doing vocals in a band that I didn't sing and I only was just doing like screaming and heavy stuff was because I couldn't hit notes that I was hearing these bands hit. And I was like, Oh, I'm just like, nobody's going to like it because I can't hit those fucking high notes. (laughs) So I was like, all right, I'm just not going to do this. Uh, Cause I have like a very, my singing voice is very bassy. So I was like, Oh, nobody's interested in this and in this type of music, but Yeah. Uh, let me say that when I got into Seo Sin, being a vocalist, I had to try. <laughs> I had to try for myself just to see if I could even get up there. 
And I remember being, I remember like, you know, kind of like fighting to get up there and then just kind of being honest with myself and just kind of being like, you know what, that's just, yeah. it's not going to be my range. I'm going to have to be you uh, sing pretty high too, but it's just a different yeah. register entirely. You know what I mean? Yeah, it's different. I feel like there's a difference yeah. between singing high and singing well. You know what I mean? Yeah. True. I know, I know a lot of guys with high voices that I wouldn't, I don't know that they sing well. Yeah. <clears throat> but I just, I didn't, I don't know. I don't think I sound like I can, it's, you can hit notes. Like, anyway, I feel like anyone can hit notes and you can like flirt up there. But if, if that's not where your voice sits well and, and you yeah. can't do all the other things to, then it's just like, what are you, you know, don't do this. Don't do this. Come down, come down a little bit. Come down with us. Soar here. You're still flying. Soar here. You're still you flying. Fly so high. <laughs> I love that analogy. <laughs> um, I have a lot of those just to make myself okay with, you know, the mediocrities of my own life. You're good here. You're still moving. Look at you. Yeah. Look at you. You're still moving. I mean, you have a great voice. Yeah. Oh, thank you. Um, anyone listening right now? Like I said, my voice sounds shot, but I could sing if I had to. If I absolutely had to. I could. Just got to drink all the water. Yeah, it, it's it's kind of almost. It's a little unfortunate that there's this little couple days stretch between, like the shows and then you starting tour, right? Because yeah, like your voice kind of like you're ready and then it kind of oh then we gotta go again you know well i'm hoping i'm hoping it's like a sunburn just sing tonight yeah i I did no i I sing on the way here okay i sing sing on the way here um yeah i'm I'm hoping that uh that once (laughs) hoping that i sleep on the plane that's the big my big my first big hope i hope that i can sleep on the plane yeah and then if whether that happens or not will dictate how much water I'm drinking once I land. Yeah. Because uh, that was kind of my saving grace for this last week because my sleep just wasn't there. I go, oh, that's something I should probably should have said during my mental health check. I wasn't really sleeping very well. Mm. And sleep is like my recovery from my voice. But if I can't sing, if I can't sleep, then I have to chug all the water. <laughs> all of it. Get that, that big gallon guy <clears throat> carrying around. Yeah, I mean that's not normally me, but it had to be. <laughs> it had to be for these shows. That was the only way. Yeah. Um. So kind of going going back to to you, Sean, again because we keep going off on these tangents. Um. <clears throat> another another kind of pop culture question. Uh, what is your and this is a hard question to answer, and I'm kind of putting you on the spot. But what's your all time go to movie? Like favorite or or go to. It, like like you're good i guess i'd say go to because favorite's really tough to really decipher right like what's the movie that like all movies get get eliminated tomorrow you only get to save one. Oh shit that's oh <laughs> wow jeez that's even harder yeah yeah, yeah. That, <sighs> i don't even know if i could answer that one of my favorite movies of all time and i, I think i would never get bored of it is eternal sunshine of the spotless mind even though I'd probably end up in yeah, a phenomenal deep, dark, depressed hole, I think after <laughs> watching that repeatedly. But I think it'd be worth it. <laughs> like I have, I have a, I have Meet Me in Montauk tattooed on my leg. Like I love that movie. It's nice. and it's funny at times, and it's got a sci-fi element to it. Great cast, you know. 
There's a lot to there's a lot to mm-hmm. love about it. So maybe that, or I don't know, or like I don't know if I, like I wanted something like big spectacle, like Endgame. Yeah, I've I've watched that movie like twenty times, yeah. and it gets me every time. And I'm it's like I'm I'm like crying by Tony Stark, but when the portal starts opening up, I just want to. I'm so stoked on life. You know, it's, it's hard to go wrong with that one. You know, but yeah. What was what was your uh, what was your reaction slash what was the theater's reaction during the on your left when the portals opened? Dude. So Sam and I we flew to Texas for So What Fest that weekend that came out, and we saw opening night Thursday night in Texas, like right after we landed, like okay. a little bit, and it was like I think it was the first time I saw an MCU movie where opening night it felt like a fucking event i feel like it did a little bit with infinity war too but for this one especially i feel like i was like Mm -hmm. seeing my favorite sports team win the fucking championship or something like it was so insane like the theater was freaking out almost the entire movie (laughs) you know that on your left part i was like dude this is the sickest shit ever (laughs) you know like and then by the end you know everyone's just in tears (laughs) pretty much yeah. I, I just remember after he died <laughs> and you have that quiet moment with, with at the funeral and happy just talking to his daughter and she's like, I want a cheeseburger. And he's like, your dad loved cheeseburger. And I'm like, bro, what the fuck? I was like, why would you say that? You know, <laughs> bro! like, why would you say that? You know, and just like the ending with, with, with Tom Holland as Spider-Man, like reacting to him dying and the fucking hologram message. It's all just like a punch in the gut repeatedly. Yeah, but opening night completely earned too. Oh, dude, one hundred percent. It's like storytelling at its at its finest. Did you guys have a similar thing when you saw it? Was it like that? Like like everyone was like freaking the fuck out. Uh, my mine uh my theater stood up, and (laughs) And you hate that. (laughs) But it uh I I saw it all happen. I know why why my whole theater was standing. So we everyone. So when uh when he finally says Avengers Assemble. That whole part, right? I saw it happening because I was I was kind of a little further back. One guy in the towards the like the front, middle front, one guy when that happened, one guy just stood up. Good for him. One guy. Yeah. But just that just that split second of him standing up in that most in that amazing part, the person behind him stood up to get to look past him, like, what's this idiot doing? And him doing that caused the people it it, it made the whole theater <laughs> It made the whole theater stand like up in a wave. Yeah, because <laughs> oh then my God. I, it was just like I'm not going to miss a second of this. Yeah, and if someone's standing up. I don't. I'm gonna. I'm. I have. I gotta stand up. It was just funny because like, I don't know if any. I feel like people at the end of it kind of were like, I don't know. I can't be the only person who saw that, but I saw it happen. Yeah, it was one person. He stood up, blocked one view, and then it just, just came right. back. That was my experience with it, and just freaking like throwing popcorn in my own face because I like was freaking out. Mine was just crying. Like people were just like, I I could hear like first off, you hear that Avengers assemble, and then like everybody gets like fucking goosebumps. But like as soon as as soon as the portals start opening and you get that on your left moment, dude, people were like insane. Like, Let's fucking go! Yeah, like and you know like we're, we're kind of in the hood over here. Like that's what the fuck I'm talking about. That's what the you know like shit like fuck that. now. Now. everybody's cheering and like talking shit but like in like the best way possible like it was just and still to this day i watch reactions 
like theater Dude, reactions to that scene. So good. And I still like get like like kind of teary eyed because I'm like, mm-hmm. I remember that feeling. Yeah. Yeah, dude. So. <clears throat> or even even before okay. that with like calf picking up the hammer, you know? Yeah. I was like, how is yeah. this how is this real? It was like <laughs> I think the only movie that gi- has given me a similar feeling is like Spider Man No Way Home. Because that's like the oh, end yeah. game of Spider-Man movies of the last twenty years in in ways, mm-hmm. while still being like Tom Holland's story. But that was the same thing too. I was just like, Andrew Garfield pops out, Tom McGuire pops out. You're like, how is this happening? Like, how the fuck yeah. did they pull this shit off? You know, it's it's pretty incredible that they can do that. But yeah, insane. I love I, the standing up. Story. I saw that's great. Yeah, and so and then I I was still working at my my uh my last job and my. I, I worked uh, like 1 p.m. to like 11 p.m. Mm-hmm. And so everybody, all my buddy, all they all got tickets to opening night, as they should. <laughs> we know. had a theater. Oh, yeah. You guys the had, theater. They had a theater. They rented out a theater. All my oh. friends. All my friends got to go see opening night. And, um, and I just had to be okay with just being like, you know what? My day off is on Sunday. It's still technically, it's still the weekend. It'll be fine. I just got to avoid my phone and my friends <laughs> and yeah, my friends, literally everything, everything. And so I'm like, <laughs> I'm at work and then Mike goes out of the theater and all he said, I don't even know. You're just like, dude, I, I don't know what he said. And I was just like, dude, fuck this. So like, I was looking for like 1am showings. I was looking, I was like, I have to see it tonight. I have to see it tonight. Couldn't find anything, dude. Everything was completely sold out. And then finally, I found like a like what was like a seven a.m. or eight a weird like a seven a.m. showing for Spider Man. Oh I found it, and because it's, it's seven a.m. on a on like a Friday, nobody could come, so I went by myself. I bought two tickets, just hoping somebody would come. And I like I was like posting like, hey guys, I was kind of early, but somebody wants to come watch. Come on with me, I got a ticket. I'll buy you popcorn. Come on, like nobody, everyone's like at work, like normal people. So I went by myself. And uh, I had a great time. I saw, you know, the theater took my ticket, they, whatever. And dude, me, me and the guy next to me, we high fived. Dude, it was like we had. Yeah. I, was, I had a great time. It's a random dude. Yeah, we had a great time. I think you felt bad for me. I think I think it was pretty easy to find out that like there was a group, there's a group here now. Yeah. And then there's like me, and I like oh my own popcorn seven in the morning. Whatever. I saw Logan by myself, dude. I, that was oh, good. Man. I got to like fucking yeah. weep alone. Yeah. So. I, I actually saw yeah. No Way Home twice in opening weekend. I, I, I did see End of Game Endgame twice opening weekend too. But because we, we saw it again in Texas before we left, before we flew home, we went and saw it again. We almost saw it right after it was done. That's how much we were like, holy fuck. And it's it's a big yeah. testament when Sam's stoked on a movie because I'm usually just stoked on everything and she'll be like either be like, yeah. That was really good or that was uh, that was okay. And me, I'm just like, mm-hmm. fuck yeah this movie was so sick but with endgame and like stuff like that she's like that was unbelievable but with no way home we went like with a big group of friends the thursday and then the friday i went and saw it again by myself and so i was like pack theater again obviously it was friday night so i i knew everything that was coming so i was like watching everyone react to like what was coming which was pretty cool honestly to see like everyone i was like oh (laughs) and then react to it it was cool Yeah, mo- yeah mo- movies going going to the theater for me it was kind of like my uh it's like a it's like when my it's like my happy place my my that's my one of my coping mechanisms i i think same big same 
and uh it was a that that was like hard when the during you know obviously the pandemic and stuff and it's like oh man i'm dead yeah selfishly that was like where i was where i was impacted yeah <laughs> like miss theaters yeah i'm kind of i yeah. wish we had more time we could have saw a movie together there were so many movies out. <coughs> yeah that would have been yeah. sick um we were very busy <clears throat> We were very busy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I'm glad that we got to have a nice little dinner. The, that was nice. On, that was, was really Thursday nice. night that we did that? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Thursday night, yeah. 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 Um great. just to kind of kind of uh kind of wrap up a little bit. Um what are what are you looking forward to that releases, I guess this year? I guess the, the re- throughout the, le- the rest of the yeah year. yeah what 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 are, what are you excited that's come that, or I guess not even this year what's something that you're excited for that is coming? Man, there's so much. Like this year is nuts. Uh, on the plane, I watched, mm. I downloaded the latest episode of Ted Lasso and the latest episode of Succession. Nice. And both of those are like two of the greatest shows on TV right now in totally different ways. The latest, if you've not watched Succession, that show is fucking unreal and the latest episode might be the best really? episode they've ever done and it's like i i don't want to say it's one of the best episodes of tv i've ever said because i already said that about episode three of the last of us so i don't want to like sound like i'm just dropping <laughs> these are the best episodes of tv like too often uh, i guess yeah. but it was fucking incredible mm-hmm. uh so i'm excited to see where that goes because it definitely kind of flipped the series of how i thought the season was going on, on its head um i'm really stoked for mm-hmm. the ahsoka series I I've, that's been like my most anticipated yeah. Star Wars thing for like years because basically it's just a sequel to Rebels in live action and Rebels is like one of my favorite Star Wars things and Ahsoka is probably my favorite Star Wars character at least one of them so I'm super stoked for that uh, yeah the perfect yeah I mean we talked about the Spider Verse trailer I'm insanely stoked for that probably my biggest most anticipated movie is Dune Part Two I'm fucking so oh. stoked for that. I loved the first one and I'm excited to see where the second one goes. Cause I know it's supposed to be a little more like action heavy. The first one had a lot of work to do laying the ground world and you know, all the characters and all the cultures and everything like that. But I think this one's going to be something wild. Um, in July, Barbie and Oppenheimer are dropping on the same day, which I think is going to be one of the craziest <laughs> opening days ever. And which I'm stoked for both first? those movies for very different reasons, obviously. <laughs> <laughs> I love all the Barbie memes where it's just, you know, like random, like dirty, like tough guy. Yeah. And it's like two tickets to Barbie, please. <laughs> Those are the, one of my favorite memes. It's pretty great. The Reservoir. But I'm really stoked for that. There's a lot to be stoked for. Like <laughs> even this month, that Renfield movie comes out, which looks ridiculous and fun as hell. Evil Dead Rises comes out. I'm, I'm like behind on the last few weeks of movies. Like Dungeons and Dragons came out. Which I haven't seen. Super Mario Brothers came out, which I haven't seen. Oh um, man, I feel like there was another one too. Oh, Air just came out, which I think Sam and I are trying to see this yeah, week. Oh four, shit, yeah, four or five. Yeah, <laughs> gotta see that one too. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. What about you guys? What are you guys doing for? <laughs> Did you? I mean, I, it seems like a cop out, but you literally just listed everything that I'm wanting to watch that I have on my yeah. <laughs> on my calendar. Um, yeah, I just I, I'm like I'm really stoked for Air just because like I grew up just such a huge Michael Jordan fan, and then right. the way that this all this marketing was put out, like 
four or five, 23, you know, like all this stuff. Like when that clicked, I was like, what the, you know, um, and I'm a, I'm an Affleck fan, you know, I'm, me too. I like it. He's good, man. He's, he's, he's good. a good director, good actor. Um, I'm really excited for the flash. Yeah. Too. The flash too. and what they're going to do with that whole like DC universe and, and how they're going to, you know, whatever James Gunn, James Gunn is going to do. And we talked about it on your show. Uh, Blue Beetle looks awesome. Looks, looks fun. Pretty dope. Yeah. Um, yeah. So also I'm excited. Guardians, I'm very excited. I, yeah. That's what I say. I'm very excited, yeah. but I'm very nervous about Guardians. I feel I, like I can't bait against James Gunn. Easily just destroy me. Oh, it's mm-hmm. going to destroy us. Especially on his last <laughs> on his way out too. You know what I mean? Yeah. You know what I mean? I can see him. I mean, just this is the same guy. Granted, completely different type of of movie, but like <laughs> one of the greatest greatest intros is uh, Suicide Squad, the one he did, where it's like so they introduce you to the cast and all the members involved, and they just get taken out. <laughs> oh, that was amazing. That's so good. I just know knowing that this is probably his. I mean, it's his last. It's gonna be his last Marvel movie, I'd imagine. Right. Um. Which makes me excited but nervous because, like, he could kill off pretty much whoever he wants, I guess. You know? Yeah. I'm not ready for that movie, so. but I'm ready for that movie. It's so soon. Yeah, it's in less same. than a month. Is it? Yeah, it's March 5th or something. Or May 5th. May 5th. Oh, my gosh. May 5th. Yeah. Very soon. Know, you know. Get ready for an emotional roller coaster. Oh, man. <clears throat> So yeah, I think yeah, pretty much what you what you listed. Um, I just want I want uh, actually I don't know. I was to say I want I want the Flash to be do really well, but then again, that doesn't really tie anymore to it, or does it tie into what James Gunn is doing? Has he said anything about it's, the movie? It seems like it's going to be the big reset that kind of changes certain things and keeps things the same. I think the the ending of that mm-hmm. movie and possibly after credit scenes are going to be very telling for what the future holds. I think we'll see yeah. in June for sure, obviously, but I, I think it's going to play a major factor in the kind of changing of the guard to what's coming next. And that's kind of what I theorized. And he kind of confirmed that when he did his big announcement of like the gods and monsters stuff and all the stuff that's new that's coming. Mm-hmm. So I think it is going to play like a, very big role in it and i know it's hard it's like super confusing because you're like what's going to be included what's not going to be included and it's hard to tell now you know we don't really know but uh mm. i'm i trust what he's going to do with things because i'm just a big james gunn fan in general and i think he, he, like the biggest thing is it's kind of like dave filoni with, with star wars like he loves this shit and if anyone mm-hmm. is going to kill it it's someone who loves this stuff and even the stuff he announced, it's like super shit that I've never heard of, you know, like never even heard of, not even like I know that, but I do not know anything about it. Like there was like, I've never heard mm-hmm. of the authority. And I was like, what the fuck is that? But, you know, James Gunn's the king of <laughs> taking things that no one knows about and making it the best thing ever. So I'm more stoked yeah, that he announced a ton of shit like that, you know, like he did it with the Guardians, even with the Suicide Squad. That was kind of, you know, the first movie was whatever. And then he brought in all these mm. crazy characters, and then he made me care about Peacemaker in his yeah. show. Like, yeah, I, I still think Peacemaker is one of the best shows I saw last year. Uh, yeah, I agree. <laughs> and 
and i usually don't have like as much of like a comic book guy that i am most of the times those don't make my like top 10 lists maybe like one or two yeah but they're not like dominated by comic book stuff or like star wars stuff mm. last year i think i had like andor and peacemaker and the boys in convo for like favorite tv shows but like that's it mm. you know like none of the marvel shows really made it to like my favorites and stuff so it's you know if that shit makes it there for me that means it's like really good shit so yeah, yeah for sure do we we, 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 I think I watched the episode with Mike, and I don't think we ever skipped the intro. Bro. <laughs> for, for oh, Peacemaker. Peacemaker. <laughs> Dude, yeah, the that best. Pe- that Peacemaker intro is incredible. <laughs> and then the dance, the choreograph. Um, so to, to exit out of here and to end off on this, um, what we'll kind of end on this question. What's your, what's next for you musically? Cause I know now that, now that you're back, now, now that you're back in it, like you can't, it, it's hard to walk away. So what's, what's on what's on the docket yeah career mode's got some shows booked throughout the summer which is exciting uh, we have a show in buffalo at the end of the month which is cool and then we got some stuff in uh, may and july that hasn't been announced yet but it's all upstate new york stuff so if you have any listeners in upstate new york you can come see my sick emo cover band that plays all the fucking hits it's, uh, it's super sick so you think at emo night we just play all the songs live it's it's really really cool i have a lot of fun doing that so I got that. Uh, now that Ghost Ship played a show, we're like down to do stuff. So we're going to play some shows. I don't think we really have anything locked in, but we're all stoked to kind of reconnected and going to see what happens. I don't know. We might write new music. We'll see. Cool. And then maybe if NBR does yeah. stuff, you can see me playing with them. Maybe. Maybe. Dude, yeah. you You killed it. You killed it for this run. Thank man. you. You, I was, I was super stoked on seeing you up there. I'm not even in the band, but yeah. you know, like I was, I was pumped on it. My, Mike Fuck can, yeah. uh, Mike can, Mike can speak to this. Uh, when we were in, when we were doing walking in Vegas, getting our pizza, Martin made it a point to be like, dude, Sean fucking killed it. Yeah. Sean Damn. Fucking killed it. Act, and actually, that conversation happened twice because it happened when we were getting pizza, you know, with, like with Tron and, and Josh and everybody. And then when we were getting burgers on the way home, too. Oh, yeah. The conversation right. came back up and we were like, yeah, Sean fucking ripped it. And I, like, not only did you rip it, like, dude, you're so fun to be around, like, so fun to hang out with. I was like, I fucking miss these guys already. Like, both of you and Sam were I'm like, like wow. Well, just, just come back. Yeah. <laughs> so. Well, I know. I wish I was things, closer. Everybody's plotting. Things in the work. Things. It's coming. Things coming. We'll yeah, see. you might see me with MBR again. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Soon. <clears throat> Soon. That's sick that Martin said that. Of, of all people, I know. I know he can be. Uh, you guys, what you guys had him on of how. It, I remember you guys talking about it on, on the show about how he can be like indirectly harsh or I, I don't remember the way you guys worded it. Oh, where like he can be like directly. The, the no, most, he's, like... he's just, he's just, he's direct. He can be yeah, direct. direct. There's no mysteries. No mysteries with, with Martin. Martin, uh, Martin has hurt my feelings on so many levels. It just, you know, it's all love. Yeah. But at least, I mean, you always know where you stand and, yeah. and you always know that it, it's coming from a nice place. It's just not coming out. nice. Yeah. 
<laughs> it doesn't always come out nice. Sometimes it does. I'll say I know Martin doesn't fuck with me because I'm a great musician. We're just genuinely friends. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. No. Yeah. <clears throat> well, dude, man, thanks for thanks for jumping on, yeah. jumping on with us and. Plug, you want to plug the socials? You want to yeah. plug the 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 podcast and everything? Oh yeah. Well, thank you guys for having me on this. Uh, I'm honored to have have been on your guys, and honored to have you guys on mine. Seriously, it's been very sick. Um, best way you can just search Mail Corners where we find podcasts, or you can go to mailcorners.com. All of our links there, all of our socials, everything is at Metal Corners. It's super easy to find if if you search it. Very easy. So if you want to find it, you yeah. want to hear. A bunch of band people talk nerd shit. That's the place to go, the place to be. And you can hear me talk right. mostly positive about a lot of shit. It's fun. It's a fun, fun time. Hell yeah. Okay. Sick. Uh, personal pages, anything, anything like that? Yeah, you can just uh, Instagram and Twitter at Sean X Mott if you want to follow me on there. It's a lot of me reposting Metal Corner stuff. <laughs> But on Instagram, now that I'm playing music, I've been posting a lot of, of that stuff. So I guess you can see that stuff too if you follow me on Instagram at least. Sick. Oh yeah, I'm gonna get I'm gonna get back on it this week, Mike. I'm sorry, I've been so bad. Uh, yeah, I felt I felt so bad because like the, the episode with Damien from Proposal came out, and I was like, Hey, Mike, have we done clips where we, uh, you know, like plug this? And he's like, Dude, no, I haven't. But that that episode's doing really, it's doing really well. Really well. Maybe we're hurting it by promoting. Yeah, <laughs> yeah it's, it's doing maybe really our, well. Maybe our promo hurts it. <laughs> yeah. So, um, but yeah, dude, we're yeah. So for for us, for the the most unprofessional podcast on the internet, <laughs> follow at Walking Blind Pod everywhere. Uh, WalkingBlindPod at Gmail dot com. If you guys want to uh, shoot us a message, you can also shoot a message through the website WalkingBlindPod.com. Um. Also, through walkingblindpod.com, we have a resource uh, page that we're going to be doing. And from we from now... It. We did it, Mike. We did it. Sorry. Not that we going. Yeah, sorry. <laughs> it's out. It's available. Uh, every show that No Bragging Rights is going to play will have resources connected 30 to 50 miles from each venue we play. And for ones that don't, it'll at least have, like, it'll have uh, helplines, helpline phone numbers or emails or something we can... We'll link to it so check it out in our resources uh section of walkingblindpod.com yeah also i don't know if you know this walking blind podcast now also works as well really walkingblindpodcast.com Ooh. always buying up the urls <laughs> respect oh, yeah. dude well well thank you so much man we fucking we love you we miss you we wish you were here um me too yeah we're gonna see you soon. We're gonna see you soon. Okay, thousand, thousand percent. <laughs> soon, soon. Sick. Yeah, soon. <laughs> who, know, who knows? Maybe we might, we might even announce how soon we'll see you. <laughs> oh man, uh, love you, man. Thank you for love doing you, this. Put it back again! No way to handle my aggression Looking to my fucking demon Running back again Fuck
Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with and Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that and Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at bowlandbranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.